How college kids binge drinking antics have become a viral business. The creators call it I'm Schmacked. I'm Schmacked. Getting Schmacked. I'm Schmacked. I'm We're back with another Shit Talk with David Melly episode. This time, the After Dark Edition. So we can talk even more shit, give hotter takes, and tell stories that shouldn't be available to the public's ear. The first hour of the episode is right here, what you're listening to now. There's a whole additional hour after the beers were flowing in this first hour, and we were fully primed to take it up a level. We had to cut off the public-facing version and switch over to the Patreon version. So if you'd like to listen to a whole nother almost 70 minutes of David Melly shit-talking with us, Head on over to patreon.com slash beer mile to unlock that as well as exclusive giveaways and other uncensored uncut content. But now it's time for some shit talking with David Melly. Everyone's opinions are their own and not that of the beer mile podcast. This is not financial advice. You're listening to the beer mile podcast. After dark. I also didn't, I don't think I had lunch today, so I'm. You're gonna be well, pretty toasty. Oh, very healthy. I was yeah. gonna, well, but and but just in both of you actually just finished workouts, right? So, yeah, yeah. There we go. Adam, are you working out right now? I am. <laughs> he well, I yeah, I guess I I should have prefaced. I don't know if it was a workout as in like what you would typically oh, call a oh, tempo not, run not or like an interval workout, yeah, yeah. but he worked out. I mean, I I lifted and then jogged after. <laughs> okay, so like okay. what the what the typical gym bro does for a workout. I mean, I would say like, I mean, I ran three miles. That's like, that was a couple. That's above average. Jim bro. Jim bro. With this body. I mean, (laughs) nothing is more annoying than anyone. I don't know if you have listeners who went to Boston college or lived in the Boston area. Not that I know of. So let's, let's shit on it. Let's rip on them. (laughs) So like the classic, so the Chestnut Hill Reservoir is right by BC's campus and they're, the like most classic thing you see and like not to, you know, stereotype or whatever, but it's like the gym bros that like go to like the athletic center and like lift for like God knows how long. And then they do their cardio, but like their cardio is just like ripping the mile and a half loop, like as fast as they can. (laughs) So it's like always like just, it's always like just fast enough to be annoying. Like it'll be like seven minute pace and you'll be like, on a double or something and i'm just like like, i'm not letting this fucking guy pass yeah (laughs) i should have the pride to not care that this like bro who's like all chest and no calves is like (laughs) running slightly faster than i am but at the same time i'm not about to let him just i think i think that's one of the pros of being like super out of shape right now at least aerobically um it's like when I'm out on the trail or if like I'm on a treadmill and somebody's running, I can tell that like their belt speed is faster than mine is. I'm just like, eh, I'm a piece of shit anyway. You know, like it's fine. <laughs> if you're wearing, or, if you're wearing a pair of basketball shorts over a pair of long tights, oh, I'm not going to fucking I let you pass me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I will run as fast That's as fair. it takes. That's fair. <laughs> Wait, so did you have anyone in your, 
like in high school that wore boxers or something under their running shorts. I was, I was a boxers like, guy the first you, time. Yes, dude. Okay. So I can somewhat, somewhat understand having compression shorts or half tights under your running shorts. If you're self-conscious, I can, I can sort of understand that, but I literally had people on my team that would wear like actual boxers, like I, the flannel or whatever plaid looking boxers. And I, you could see them really, flapping under the running shorts. I'm like, that's chafing. not even, exactly. That's chafing. And like, that doesn't even help secure oh yeah. the package. So I'm like, what are you doing? So I did, I did boxers like for like one run. And then I think I did, um, like the, com- like the long compressions. I like showed up to winter running one day with like long compressions and I put shorts over it. And then, like, the seniors were like, dude, are you fucking gay? Like, <laughs> wow. Savage. It's like, I so mean, like. This maybe. was totally a thing, though, is, like, we had, you would wear the long tights. And we had a pretty, like, people were, you know, there was kind of a, there was a reasonable spectrum of, like, people who would wear, like, the longer running shorts. And then, like, you know, there's always, like, the, especially when I was younger, like, we had a really big senior class. And those guys would wear, like you know, like boa split shorts and he'd be like, Oh, they're so who, intense. Who, like, who posted that on like Insta? Was it like Emma Abrahamson? who was, uh, it was either her or like maybe Nikki. And, and they posted, why do, why does every like male runner have this pair of shorts? And it was, no, it, I know exactly that? what you're talking about. It was, um, cause I listened to that episode. I, it, it, uh, Emma Abrahamson and Ellie Hennis talked about it on yes. Emma Abrahamson's podcast. <laughs> it, was, it was like the American boa shorts yeah. or something I like wanted, that. I wanted to text them to be like, listen, because boa shorts slap, they're like they $25. They're they super short. They're super comfortable. This is not, this episode is not brought to you by Boa, but like very good shorts. Yeah. Um, Did you, did you uh, in in high school, did you do um, short, short days? No, no. What do you mean do short, short days? It wasn't like every day, every day, short, short days. Yeah, dude. So we, we would actually, so it's kind of funny. Like we would, you, well, I guess we would do it the day of a meet you'd wear. Short oh, shorts. you mean to sc- to class? To class. Okay, yes, yes, um, we did do that. We would do uh, like one of our home meets. You would everyone would wear your actual racing shorts to class. Yeah, gotcha. I thought so I thought you meant have, like short shorts days of practice, and I was like, shouldn't that be oh, every, every day? day. Yeah, every, okay, yeah, thank yeah. goodness. See, we had a weird oscillation, at least when I was in high school, where when I was a sophomore, we had a really big, good senior class, like we were top three in state that year, and so there was kind of a critical mass of like more serious runners. So like they could normalize like the one inch split shorts because there was a lot of them. And like, you know, obviously the rest of the school would be like, oh, they're weird, like cross country runners. But like there's enough of them that they can embrace it. And then I was like by my senior year, my class was really small. So I was kind of like one of the only good people. So it's like any of that shit had to be like me starting the trend. So I feel like it was actually like, like I feel like people normally go more towards acceptance of like, shorter shorts or half tights or whatever over the course of high school. But I feel like I actually went like back down because I got like the, the peer pressure of like not having allies. On oh my yeah. Side. I mean, we, we for but sure peaked my junior year and then like a lot of our seniors left. And when I was a senior, it was like me and like two other guys that would do it. And like, Everyone uh, else was too afraid. Yeah. 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 You gotta I have strength in numbers for that. Totally. Yeah. We had, um, <laughs> One time, well, I have two. I have two short, short stories. One is that um, we, I, we would always do this sort of like if you wore long tights, like Adam was saying, like 
we would wear long tights and then shorts over the long tights. Um, and then one day I, you know, had like completely run out of like laundry in the like gym locker room. And I just wore like long tights and nothing over them, which nowadays is normal. Like, that's the only thing I'll yeah. wear. It's so normal. And I got so much shit from my teammates. <laughs> They're like, bro, your whole dick is showing. What are you I, doing? Dude, I, got, like, I got shit for the opposite. Like the thing at uh, at my high school was you wore short shorts underneath your tights so that you could do strength after winter running. So th- that actually is practical. Yeah. Like, but there's no yeah. practical reason to wear shorts over tights, like for anything. Well, I mean, other, other than, than maybe hide, slightly hide more protection when it's cold. Yeah. Like I could maybe see that being an argument, but like, okay. Yeah. I mean, fair, but it's funny that <laughs> it's funny that you wear long tights and get made fun of because whatever you could see an outline of your package. Meanwhile, you go to like the swimming pool and like, like you're oh, wearing basically I mean, I, nothing. I, Women are wearing bikinis. It's like, okay, everything is showing. So, you know, I, I was on swim team from sixth Speedos. through 10th grade. Like uh, that, I, that has completely desensitized me to nudity of any kind. But, <laughs> exactly. exactly. Um, no, the other story I was going to say is my, this is another, I feel like classic high school thing where my junior year, we had a pretty decent four by eight and our team uniforms didn't have um, half tights. Like that we only had shorts, but for like New England's and um, nationals and stuff, we wanted to like get half tights for the four eight. So we'd like look like cool and intense and everything. <laughs> and we ordered them like online from like the classic, like, do you remember those like sketchy ass websites where like they would yes. print like anything on a pair of shorts <laughs> for like yes. 30 bucks. Like, so we, ordered them and they were like really just just like very shitty material like definitely like not they were more like under armor material than like actually like half tight so they were not particularly like compressive or like thick material (laughs) and the first time we wore them for a race we like literally the like athletic director talked to our coaches and was like, you like these guys cannot wear these. These are like inappropriate. And like I remember at the time, like thinking like, oh, this is like bullshit. Like we're trying to look sick and like they're you know, they're, <laughs> they're trying to fire. repress us. But looking back on it now, I'm like, we were like a bunch of 17 year olds and those things were not acceptable to like, <laughs> they were not designed to wanna, not wear. I want to be basically nude. Over Fuck them. you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I can understand the athletic director being like, I don't need to know who on the track team is circumcised. Like, <laughs> I, th- I think we, it was either Illinois, like our, our conference. Um, they changed a rule my sophomore or junior year. Cause you weren't allowed to wear tights because it was like a uniform, um, like, you had to follow a specific color pattern of your uniform and you like got it pre-approved or whatever. Um, so it's high school. Yeah. So half there are so were, many stupid. I remember they that weren't on the menu. Uh, and every we were, high like, school relays they would like scrutinize you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Let people run. <laughs> Let the boys play. <laughs> Let them run in whatever clothing they want or lack of clothing. We, we had a guy get DQ'd again, like looking back on it, especially when you think about now, you know, you watch like any professional track meet and like all the sprinters have like 16 chains and like yeah. earrings oh, and yeah. shit. We had a guy, I remember one time, there was like some rule that men couldn't wear jewelry. 
Like you could have like wear jewelry at any time. And he had pierced his ear, but like pretty recently. So he took out the piercing and put like a bandaid over the hole and then like put it in like after his race was over. And then like one of the officials saw him after the race and like DQ'd him for having jewelry in, which is like, if I feel like going when you're in high school, all of this stuff is like so normalized to you. Like you have to raise your hand to go to the bathroom in class. But like looking back (laughs) on it as an adult, you're like, why could it possibly have mattered in an 800 that somebody had a stud earring. (laughs) There's no safety. Yeah. It's like, what safety concern is there? Yeah. I could get it with like, um, I thought the funniest thing was like for wrestling, you had to, if your facial hair was above a certain length, they would like make you shave before you like wrestled a match and if you like for, did, for wrestling i can understand like yeah but, if like, you had, like, but like facial earrings you could like pull them out or something like but yeah yeah i, I guess so, what, so what's the theory or what's the reasoning on the facial hair i have no idea just because it's like gross for the actually, other person or actually, oh actually it's probably because they're pulling it maybe and that actually, would actually be make sense like that would hurt like hell to get your beard pulled if you had like a long beard i wouldn't know i mean <laughs> i mean i wouldn't know either i can't grow a beard like I was that gonna say, adam, adam have you ever had that problem of having your facial hair be too long <laughs> See, there's i mean there's some good pictures of my mustache yeah you did have a little bit of a mustache it was a uh, it wasn't super developed i asked, it wasn't very um, thick but i asked jordan if i could i had two options i was like either i get to like grow an obscenely disgusting mustache and dye it again with uh, just for men shout out sponsors podcast um <laughs> Why? Okay. i don't know or or i get to grow my hair out really long and do like a a samurai bun and she said no to both and i was like no no it was an either or not <laughs> not, a, not See, a choice i'm fully on jordan's side about this i do not i maintain that mustaches are like purely a like straight men for other straight men. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. I'm like, who are you trying to like guys are like, oh dude, I'm gonna grow a sick mustache. I'm like, listen, girls aren't into that. The percentage no. of like, females that are like, oh, that's really hot is maybe one in ten. That's that's very I don't even generous. think it's one in ten. That's I, yeah, I, I beard maybe is a little bit higher. Well, I mean you got just a mustache. You gotta account for all the girls that go to old miss, you know. I mean <laughs> Well, and I think the, that's the true, other, it's part of the look. <laughs> The other part of this is that, again, no offense, Adam, but like when girls are like, oh, mustaches are hot, they're thinking like Tom Selleck, like a, a real mustache, guy, a real mustache. dark mustache. Some, like, some guy who it's, like It's not necessarily wood. just the mustache. It's the persona yeah, and the rest behind. of the body yeah. that comes with the mustache. The, the man behind. The exactly. Lash. The man that would be hot without pounds. a mustache. True. Yeah. Prepubescent cross country runner growing like <laughs> three mustache. hairs of a mustache is not like that's not going to bring in the ladies, bro. Like, it, it is funny the difference between the uh, facial hair abilities in high school between the wrestlers and the runners. Like, I mean, in, in wrestling, everybody had a beard and had to shave like every single day, which was a, crazy. a foreign concept. I mean, I me. still can't really like. I still really can't grow. I couldn't grow like a bushy full beard. See, just, I'm, like, the, I'm the opposite of you guys. I'm like, like, you know, like Spider-Man, like great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> like 
I was the kid who like, like I could grow a mustache in like sixth grade. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's like Italian genes, like early puberty, like I'm very naturally hairy. And I, the only time I've ever actually grown facial hair is like two months at the start of the pandemic when like we really were not seeing anyone. Yeah. Um, I grew a beard for like a couple months then. But, so, uh, so are you shaving every day then? Is that part of the daily routine? Not daily. Okay. I like probably should be daily if I wanted to like look like kind of kind of fucking it's probably every couple wait, days. When you yeah. wait like more than probably five days is when it starts to suck to shave. Pro- well, probably not for, for David, for us. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> no, it, it that's I feel like it's about because I feel like that's always like especially in the like I have a, like a pretty like you know, conservative buttoned up jobs. You got to look pretty professional. So like, I feel like if I, I'll sometimes try to time it where like, if I shave on Monday, I can like get to Friday looking like pretty scraggly, but like just under the wire. Acceptable. Yeah. Really. It should be more of like a every two days kind of dealio. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. So you, you brought up your job. We actually had one of the listener questions. Actually, I think maybe multiple. They wanted to know. So contrary to popular belief, David Melly isn't just a Twitter personality. He also runs and he also has a full time job. It's funny that some people just like know your Internet personality and nothing else. But th- someone wanted to know what you do for your full time job. And I actually we've never actually talked about this. So I'd be curious to hear this as well. Someone actually asked that. Yeah. Someone actually yeah. asked that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Uh <laughs> I well I weirdly have because normally I keep it like very separate. Um I, I work in um public policy. Uh I work in the state legislature in Massachusetts. Um and it is nothing to do with running at all. Um, but weirdly the worlds collided a couple weeks ago because <laughs> of something I tweeted, of course. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> oh no. Um, So I don't know if people know about, so obviously like the trans athlete conversation, debate, whatever you want to call it is very um, contentious Um, Mm -hmm. in the U S but also around the world. Um, It's really contentious for whatever reason in England, like the UK, like it's a super hot button issue there. Oh, Um, you tweeted about that one. Uh, like former Olympian, right? Yeah. So the Ma- UK. Mari Yamachi, who is like a 223 marathon, or I think she's the former UK record holder. She commentates yes. like the London marathon is like, has super fucking shitty views about like, like she's one of those. And again, it's like, like it's like her and JK Rowling are just yeah, right, right well, there. The, the, <laughs> the thing is that it's not, that's what's so crazy. It's like, uh, cause, and again, like, all of this by way of saying there is kind of a nuanced conversation about like, you know, hormones and DSD athletes and what are the rules and what should the rules be in high school versus college versus professional. That is a much longer, more complicated, nuanced conversation. That's not what I'm interested in having at all. What I like do not want to see is fucking, you know, people going on Twitter and being like, these men are pretending to be women. And like, you know, it's like right. just really yeah. shitty stuff. And so basically I was like, I can't, I tweeted, like, I can't believe that the BBC is still associated with this super transphobic, you know, like very openly and vocally transphobic woman. Yeah. And the entire nation of 
Great Britain, like, came for me. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I saw some of the replies. I was like, holy fuck. Hundreds. Hopefully, hopefully Dave is having a, a shower beer right now. Yeah, literally hundreds. It was actually, I mean, I make, make light of it, but, like, it was super depressing, honestly, because it's right. like, first of all, it's like, why do you guys, why hold is this that, such a hot button view, issue yeah. there? There's, there's no you know, wave of like trans athletes coming in, in the UK or anywhere else. Like it's still a super rare thing. So I don't know why you're so fucking worried about it. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, like literally I think there was like, you know, 200 plus replies to that tweet. And then like people like going through all my old tweets and then people emailing Chris Chavez and being like, this guy sucks. Like, he works for and, you. Yeah. And so then people literally, like went, like Googled me, looked me up on LinkedIn, found my boss in my like oh, real they, yeah. job. What's that, what's that called? Um, doxing. Do- doxing. Yeah. They doxed. You. Yeah. And started oh. tweeting at her being like, oh, um, oh, you know, can you like basically like this? So the, so the narrative they always use is this guy's a misogynist because therefore oh, I love the turf. He hates women type of argument. Yeah, in, in the turf logic, it's. And again, this is not something I believe. This is what they believe. But it's like, we want men to infiltrate women's sports to beat women because we hate women. That's like the logic. And then, of course, when I talk about it, there's like a whole other weird level of like people tweeting at me being like, he hates women so much. He's like gay. Like, (laughs) (laughs) we're not even going to get into that. But um, like. Yeah, literally people tweeting at my boss being like, how dare you like employ a misogynist? And fortunately, my boss is like very progressive and like has good values and was like, I'm glad David stood up for trans rights. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was like pretty fucked up. Like I, for many reasons, you know, very much try and keep like my professional life and my like, you know, my actual personal life, like my family and relationships and stuff like out of the stuff that I mix it up on Twitter, but it, yeah, it's just super crazy, crazy personal, which is just, yeah, I don't know. The, the internet is a crazy place. And every time some, like every time I wade into something like this, I always just think to myself, like, I am like a, you know, very privileged, very secure, you know, cis white man and i can't even imagine what like cc telfer's mentions looks like if that's if this right. is what i deal with for tweeting yeah. one time you know yeah and it's just it's it sucks and that's why and honestly it's like as much as i kind of want to just like be like well fuck me this is pointless like i you know i i joked like in my like group chat or whatever i'm like i'm retiring from takes well then i'll then i'll just delete my twitter because it's boring yeah. yeah but at the same time i'm like you know again it's like this is this is why it's like it is worth having the conversation because if you if there isn't anybody saying like hey this is fucked up all that's left is the voices being like I, here's this super right. problematic I, thing I, that I if we think, shout loud enough like becomes the default belief i do think that it's interesting that like you said it is like it is a nuanced conversation um but no like people who are similar to a lot of the ones in your your replies that were doxing you and whatever are not really like I can't tell if they're not willing to have the conversation or if they like don't know that that's an option or we're just like oh yeah like let's just have like people with like 
above average testosterone for females compete. And it's like, that's like not, that wasn't even on the table in the first place. Like that, it, well, the whole point is, is to have a conversation about it. This is the thing is like, if you want to talk about like, and again, like I don't, I actually would not talk about this because I like don't have the expertise. Oh, I'm or, too dumb. You know, knowledge yeah. to talk about it. But like, if you want to talk about like, here are the peer reviewed studies, here are, you know, the way we can be inclusive while still being fair. Like, you know, let's have a thoughtful, nuanced conversation. That's like, you know, people who make the rules that govern the various levels of track and field, like should be having those conversations. I will say my personal belief is like, if it's high school, like if there's not money on the line, let people do whatever the fuck makes them happy. Like who cares, you know, but uh, at like, that conversation is very different from like the person on let's run being like Castor Semenya is a man. And it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. you, you are not interested in having a reasonable conversation about this. Speaking so I'm of, not going to treat you with respect. You know? Speaking yeah. of, uh, of spicier like content, I think that let's run is the 4chan of the running world. There's nothing closer, right? I mean, what else? in the I, running world? I am surprised at how far they've, let it get off the rails where it basically is just like a cesspool of like right. really fucking bad takes and borderline. So it's like, what, so I, I, I'm totally fine with, I mean, whatever fine with, I guess if someone wants to post whatever the hell they want to post on the message board, like good for them, like I, whatever. But, but when it, when it gets a little like hairy is when then it gets promoted in the actual homepage of yeah. let's run as in like, we are promoting this message board oh, for one fuck. reason or another. I and think it's I, based on a certain, I think maybe like a, probably about a year ago, point. I t- either tweeted up. There was something really fucked up. It was, it was like really transphobic on like featured on their homepage. And I was like, how is let's run in business right now? So <laughs> yeah, wait, so you you, your connection with let's run. Do we need so, to, so yeah, I was going to say, do we need to have any disclaimers on this uh, so, discussion here? So John Galt, who writes for Let's Run, lives with my boyfriend. Um, yep. And I've known John since high school because he, he, we ran against each other in high school. And I will say, I, th- I think John is like one of the truly great sports writers in track oh, and field. I, like I love reading his his articles are top notch at covering everything. Yeah, yeah that's why and I get like my legit running news from that, is his articles. That's why I think it's so weird because like he's a high quality writer that is on, like obviously employed by well i mean so let i mean let's run it kind of makes sense though in a way when you think about it because let's run has the views and part of that is thanks to the message boards like they literally show up in google every time you google any athlete's name so it kind of makes sense for like the it the best journalist in running to be in the website that has the most views probably like in that regard it's actually a good thing because then more people are seeing his work dude hopefully chris chavez well, doesn't listen to this the best journalist in running Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> no no, no. time out be best best i would so i i would say maybe my hot take i would say so chris, chris chavez didn't is, say that chris chavez <laughs> is the best uh vocal podcasting okay. voice in running i'm saying jonathan galt puts out the from a journalist standpoint, writing, he puts okay. out the most, well, the most and the highest quality. All right. Well, and so the other piece of this is, so Robert Johnson, who's Rojo. a co-founder of Let's Run, <laughs> uh, I've also known him for over 10 years. He was my coach freshman year yep. of college. Um, we still, we do not see eye to eye about a lot of things, as you can imagine. Um, <laughs> very frequently, I will... Uh, 
tweet something and then get like a long angry text at like three in the morning from Rojo about like what he thinks about that. Um, and I, I, it's, I mean, I really, I don't have like a take per se other than uh, I, it's a real double-edged sword to have an incredibly democratized platform. And I think that, you know, it, in a way, like when you t- say it's the 4chan, like in a way, I think it's, you know, it's much more similar to some of the kind of like really big picture conversations we're having on like about, you know, Twitter and Facebook and the way that they've shaped political discourse. Sorry to be like serious, but, like, um, you know, I think the the question of how much how much and how, you know, uh proactively to moderate, you know, essentially what's essentially, you know, free speech um, is a really complicated one. Mm -hmm. Um, What I will say is that I think, I think it speaks to something about um, our sport in general. that's really interesting and kind of strange, which is that like, we have a very, um, like personal relationship with these sort of public figures, like you I know, think it is very unique. To that is very running. unique. Yeah, like yeah. Serena Williams isn't like reading Twitter about Serena Williams. <laughs> no, but no. like, and she's not going on the the whatever the the tennis beer podcast. You know, what I mean, like, like <laughs> yeah. you know, and she's she's yeah. It's not that. And same he wouldn't level. run, you know, some like like someone's dad who cares about tennis wouldn't like run into Serena Williams at Wimbledon but like it's not that hard to like be at the same race as Galen Rupp for example like oh yeah Yeah. and like the example I'll use that like I always think of is um uh Caitlin I don't know how to pronounce the last name Twohy Caitlin Twohy oh (laughs) um Tui or someone else Tui yeah um Tui um when she was, I remember it because she was really good as like a sophomore and junior in high school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously still really good as a senior in high school. But like, I like remember seeing shit where like she would run, you know, like 10 seconds slower than her old own course record in her like fall of her senior year. And like people on that sort would be like, she's done, she's trash. And I'm like, <laughs> you're talking about a 17 year old high school senior right now. Like, what is, as if like, they were talking about like a 43 year old player. <laughs> and because she was so good, like there is this sort of weird, you know, we as a culture have this idea of like, yeah, you can sort of publicly discuss public figures because that's kind of part of the, you know, tacit contract you made in entering you know the field of public sports but like it 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 is crazy how blurred the lines are (laughs) between like what we consider sort of like fair game in and track and field and uh, again i don't have an answer for it other than like i wish people would be more mindful of it like you know have you seen like they've started putting um on like Instagram, like if you like try to DM someone you don't follow, there's like a message that's like, be nice. Like, (laughs) you know, which is like well-intentioned, I'm sure not very effective, but like, I do feel like there, 
I wish there was sort of some level of context provided in spaces like Let's Run or even just yeah. like running Twitter of like, hey, this is a person, probably a pretty young person, potentially yeah. a person who like is struggling with whatever they're struggling with because running is such a like a sport where like the mental and the physical are intertwined. And like, yeah. I think my, yeah, my main, my main gripe is obviously like the, if you would call it censorship for lack of a better word, that's like tough just from a moral and standards perspective, but like adding disclaimers like that from a technical side of things is like not that fucking hard. Yeah. But that doesn't work is the question. It, it, yeah, it definitely is, it, puts yeah. the thought in someone's head before they click. I mean, sound. I would, so I, I would I, feel it's, it's, it's not hurting anything, but I would feel better there. about using things if it was like, Hey, like this, um, us as the site, like we don't necessarily um, back this article. Like there may be either some misinformation or like some shitty things that are said that right. aren't fully true or might be of just somebody's opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't have an I don't have an answer either way either, because I yeah, part of me says free speech. Don't suppress anything on let's run Facebook, anything. Cause everyone has a right to free speech. But then the other part of me is like, wow, there's major consequences. So I honestly, I, I don't have a good answer either. Um, well, and again, it's just, like, it's just funny this- that like so much of the stuff on let's run that's like gets to the homepage. That's like a take that is whatever it is, like some, politically one side or the other or something. Some 50 It has nothing. Uh, so much of the time, it doesn't even have anything to do with running. Yeah. And it's like, why is that promoted on the homepage oh. of Let's, Let's Run? <laughs> like, that's what doesn't what make it? any sense the, to me. The Revenge Tour 2024. Exactly. <laughs> like, let's oh, fucking go. That's, uh, again, I don't really read the Let's Run message boards, but like, I try it is funny <laughs> when like, if you ever like click over there and like, you think like, oh, it's a board about running. And then like the top like three threads are like 55 page threads that are like down goes the Dow <laughs> Hillary Clinton's <laughs> latest crimes. And here's why COVID's a hoax. Like Exactly. <laughs> so I'll just for our own, you know, shits and giggles right now, I will just go to let's okay. run. So the, see, this is the problem is I will go, I go there to see like Jonathan Galt, Galt's articles, whatever the news. Mm-hmm. And then you see mm-hmm. on the boards on the homepage. Um, we've got the top message board. This is the pinned one that is put on by some mod. Whoa. whoa 1% of DC population tested positive for COVID in one day. I guess that's not like a one way or the other. It's just like, that is a crazy fact, but like, what does that have to do with running next one? Transgender law center memo. They know they are losing the sports debate. Why is that oh, the number God. two thing pinned on the homepage? Yeah. And then the next one, is there anything I can do to help my 37 year old brother? Like Where's the running? Where's the running? The next one, undergrad years ruined by COVID and the hassles brought. That's like the next one is crypto. The next one is the next one's actually kind of about running. It's asking about bigger calves. Great. There's one about undeniable UFO footage captured in Tampa, Florida. What does this have to do with running? Like this is not a politics slash dump your crappy Reddit stuff on our site. Like what is going on? You know, what's so funny to me. And this can, I mean, first of all, who would have thought that like we would be getting into like, (laughs) this is a very serious podcast so far, (laughs) but like, it's like, all of this weirdly speaks to like the inability of like men to have like serious conversations with each other in real life. 
And so they need to like hide behind a message board to like be like, here's what I'm like insecure about today. You yeah. Know? <laughs> That's so funny. Dude, that, this is why, um, I mean, both for, uh, beer mile and for like my real job um forums have like been a topic of mm-hmm. ironically discussion where like oh like we should think about adding forums or like some boost of like community so like for work it would be uh message boards about like raising kids and i'm like like i do not want that project coming to my team yeah. at all yeah <laughs> like, I'm, talk I'm about sorry. bringing out the vax versus anti-vaxxer yeah. parents i'm like to have a debate on your message board yikes <laughs> sorry about that I, it's yeah it's a no for me and it, it sucks too because like for the beer mile site like it is in the reason it works so well for let's run is it's free seo basically yeah. like it's free content people You're outsourcing content, content. Yeah. it's like it would be good for us to have that, but yeah, do I really want to be a decision maker and like what I, people post? Not really. I don't yeah, really like want to deal I, with that. If, so. And I feel like I would get too um, involved with like if I saw a piece of content that I disagreed with, I would have to like actually stop myself from deleting it and then have like that internal debate of like, well, is this yeah. like, is this just like an opinion that I disagree with, or is this like actually harmful? Right. Which is right. again, like, very well, and this, you know, maybe this transitions back into your, uh, uh, the Westfly episode. Of the oh, podcast, there we go. But, uh, there we go. Um, you know, I mean, it does really speak to, I mean, then this is where sort of like the lack of context comes in where it's like, how much of this is like, well, this is stupid and harmless. Cause like who, like who is getting their like facts on coronavirus from the let's run message boards. But like at the same time, like there is, there's like the very real documented, you know, sort of information echo chamber effect where if you start hearing, you know, messages reinforced that, you know, speak to your own fears or insecurities or whatever. And, you know, if, um, you feel, uh, for example, that your masculinity is threatened um, by the presence of people who maybe have a different view of what is valuable in the sport of track and field. And <laughs> then you look at, um, you know, somebody like Everett, who's, you know, you, you can have these conversations of like, oh, he's kind of like being this kind of, for lack of a better term, caricature. Like, heel figure like it like i've said before it's pro wrestling like he's trying to make track and field pro wrestling Mm -hmm. and it's like well it's fun to have villains and heels and like you play into that because it's a fun narrative but like when that narrative veers into like there is a right and wrong way to be a man and like it's like, oh, we, whole... we forgot we forgot about the original narrative of like making conversation around track and field. And now it's like something else entirely. It's like, oh, we yeah, mm, it's, maybe that's not helpful. <laughs> it's one thing to be like, I don't like this person and I'm going to like beat them in a race. Great. That's like, you know, I don't fucking like Justin Gatlin. I hope he like loses in races. But like, <laughs> it's another thing to like go at like. It's like there's a difference between like that and like going after Sam Parsons' girlfriend that it crosses a line for me, you know? And like that to me is the everything that, and it, you know, it's this is a broken record at this point, but like, it, like it's, it's, first of all, it's just like wrong <laughs> and it's presents a fucked up view of like, 
you know, and I hate to like boil it down to this, but it's like, why are you making your small dick everybody else's problem? Like just have some security in your own. Well, I mean, I, th- I think know. part of the problem is uh, Sam's dick is so big. <laughs> I mean, no comment on that. Like, I, mean, I, mean. I also think part of it is just like, it's just like cheap. Like it's just hacky. Yeah. Like it's not a particularly like is it? creative or interesting. And that's why sometimes like, is it fucked up to say that that's why like that's kind of why I get bored with it is that it's like more of cheap than uh negative like as like as a cis no, white I, male like I, it doesn't, it doesn't really before, it like, doesn't really bother me it feels like or affects me. like people will always be like you know even you guys you know it's like you have in the podcast and it's like oh David Melly hates us so much blah 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 and I'm like honestly at a certain point it feels like punching down because like they're not that bright. <laughs> and like, if you can't like put together like an Instagram post with like no typos in it, like I don't feel like we're well, it's like having a like philosophical debate on. It's not the footing. same weight class in terms of uh, like. It's not the same intellectual weight class. I would say. <laughs> yeah. I, so I I feel like I want to opine, but I I want to do it uncut, uncensored. All right, all right. So, well, we should, so can we know, get can we get back to this topic? Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. You know what, you yeah. know what we should do is is there what is there anything else that we should cover before we really make it after dark? I think we should do our moonshine, guys. Okay, have some moonshine. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here here are some quick hitters for you. Thoughts on the all Union right. Athletic Club name? These are these are PG ones. Um, I. For a company that is so good at marketing in so many <laughs> other ways, yes. it, I mean, uh, so like uh, the the coffee club guys are all mad because they think it's copying on athletic club or whatever. I'm just, just oh, like just because they use athletic. I think club? they should have named it. Yeah. The there's co- a lot of things they, called athletic club. I think they should have named it the coffee athletic club, so they could really be upset. <laughs> yeah, my thing is just like Boulder Athletic. It's it just is meaningless. Like what, I, what about them? Is it union? What it, like what a is it, is it Nike too, like famously anti-union? Oh yeah, well that's the whole. <laughs> yes, I saw a funny tweet when they were announced that was like this is the first union Nike's, Nike's ever been. <laughs> so um, true. I'm just like it's just not good marketing in the sense of like it doesn't say anything about what they're about or like kinda, there's no connection to I, Portland. Like, there's no connection to night like Bowerman Track Club like that that speaks to something. Yeah. And yeah. like, you know, Nike Oregon project, like as, as much as like, you know, problematic, Con- but like yeah. that spoke to something like the whole, yes. the Oregon project was a defined mission. There was a vision of, yep. you know, Oh, we're going to make American distance runners competitive on the international stage. Like they're generally good at stuff like this. And union athletic club is just so like, I think I know it, like, it, it fizzles for like, especially the amount of talent that they have on the team. And, and I get like, so they're, yeah, they're looking for something. It's like, Oh, our team is across all these different nationalities. They're looking for something that combines that. But I, I think, I just think it's funny that when like Craig Ingalls, like teased like a month or two ago, a couple months ago, he was like, it's going to be called peach dragons. And at the time 
Some people thought he was serious. And also at the time I was like, that is the cheesiest name ever. But now looking back, I'd rather have Pete's dragons or just dragons. Sure. I'd rather have it be union like, athletic club. I'd like I'd rather, rather have, have it be an animal or mythical creature than union. Athletic like a club. meme about Pete. Cause I think he's like, I don't know. He's like a very straightforward. Kind See, of in my thing is, if you are going to do, if you're going to take the sort of union angle to it, like put that in the marketing, like let's have like, have a commercial like again like nike is great at shooting like a 60 second spot or whatever i mean look like, at all the, yeah. the bowerman um like short clips from i forget what season it was so sometime last year yeah. they had like well that's dope. all thanks to courtney white I yeah mean, but like, here's, like here's the pitch like you take you take donovan and you take coco and like you talk about like their upbringings growing up in Michigan, growing up in Germany, their different distances, their different philosophies, but they come together because they believe in this team and they believe in that vision. Like that is a ready-made 30 second spot right there. Exactly. Like where was that? You in can the see the Nike of the club. It, yeah. yeah. And it's, I'm sorry, I'm doing fucking pro bono brand consulting for <laughs> <laughs> Nike right now, but like, um, it just was it was just bungled like and it, it yeah i don't know it's, i don't think and no one no one predicted that i mean you could say that it was completely out of left field True. everyone was like well that's the most generic thing ever that means nothing like to who, anybody who are these people yeah well and, and, and frankly i think it was bungled by not rebranding it immediately like yeah, that's, that that's too. There was so much anticipation only to be left with this. If they had said this right out of the gate, at least you'd be I mean, like, we, well, they had to come up with something on the fly. Also, whatever. The, we've been talking from about a, it from since a communication standpoint, yeah. from a PR standpoint, like the longer you go without renaming the team, the longer it becomes the narrative. The narrative is extended for two years of oh, well, this is a team that was the former Nike Oregon project and we don't talk about that because there's all this controversy and like we did, uh, and lack of a, if, you know, August 2019, they disband Nike Oregon project, September 2019, they roll out Union Athletic Club. Like they could have spared themselves two years of sort of rehashing this whole old yeah. narrative. But and that, that was just baffling to me the entire time too. I think why like let it linger. I think yeah. a better option would have been to like lean into, which is maybe like contrary to how Nike handled it. But like, I think they could have had more success by like leaning into like, yeah, like the Oregon project was problematic and here's what we're doing to change that. Also, by the way, here's the new team name that is like in reference to that, I think would have been a lot better or more successful. I mean, anything would have been better. That's fair. <laughs> any, any sort of storyline or videos, which is explaining the union yeah, or, or literally anything, anything does, besides just dropping that name. And it does baffle me. Not having anything like around if, it. if there's a good, if there's a company that's good at storytelling, it's Nike. Yeah. And they just were like, Oh yeah, uh, fuck it. They, they couldn't, they couldn't afford maybe, the, maybe they had an intern, like that was their project. And then the intern yeah. quit or something. <laughs> That's what I just envisioned. I'm like, you, you had the brightest minds working on this and you know, it's a, it's a costly decision one way or the other. Right. Yeah. Because it's, well, and I just still don't understand why it's like, I mean, this is another like pet peeve of mine that frankly goes beyond you know, an athletic club, like Puma, did this with their North Carolina team too, where it's just like the lack of cohesion where it's like, it's super awkward because everyone's in contract limbo right now. Why not wait literally one month, roll it out in January 22, 
have all your contract shit finalized. You know, you can fully roll out the new team for the new mm-hmm. season, new uniforms at Melrose or wherever. You know, it's just it's just it's, sloppy. That's a good. I didn't just, even think about the timing of it. Also, that's a good point. I mean, it's yeah. it's hard because because it was awkward because like Eric and Craig weren't in the video and like. They're technically you know, in they're limbo. Technically still Nike yeah. athletes. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, again, it just, it seemed poorly managed for on many levels. I, I almost think that like partially that's just a symptom of the lack of continuity in, in track and field, like as far as a season goes, right. like that would never happen in any other American sport. Right. Well, the Washington football team is still. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, anything that else that we want to address before we, so some of the, some of the topics coming up here to tease for the listeners. Okay. You, you tease that I'm going to get our moonshine. You grab some moonshine. So part topic number one, Adam is going to chug some moonshine and get wasted. Sounds good. (laughs) That's that's topic number one. Almost two years in. Topic number two. so. So how, okay. So David, question for you of Everyone that responded to our question thing on Instagram, what are we asked for topics? What percent of those responses do you think were related to Westfly versus versus anything else? Literally versus anything else. Dude, this is bad because I feel like now I'm just like lending him clout. Like that's true. So we won't say his name again. I guess after, you just have him on this the pod, point. so it's fresh in people's minds. Like, it's the most recent episode, but yeah, th- this will be the last time we use say his I'm name. I'm sure before, it was over fifty percent. Like. Yeah, um, it was about basically about two thirds. Quick math. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if there, were there any interesting? I'll talk about it. I don't care. Which is, were there any oh, interesting questions or just no? Like it's, David it's mostly and Westfly, question mo- mark. <laughs> yeah, mostly just like how do you feel about Westfly's comments? Uh, Westfly, of course. Um, call, you then multiple people saying you should call out Westfly for that interview. Uh, yeah, it, it's kind of across the board, but that that is certainly the majority of responses. But I think it is also recency bias because, I mean, we did just put yeah. that out. So that's fair. But a couple other things that we should talk about. Oh, one um, thing I will say. Yeah. Well, no, see, I don't want to say this because it's just playing into his fucking bullshit. But <laughs> he's what? He's like five, seven on a good day. And he thinks he could take me in a fight. Like, that's all. That's what I'll, I'll how, say. Oh, that. baby. How much, how much money <laughs> would I have to pay you to fight him? Pay oh pay me or Dave? to Dave. <laughs> uh, no, see this is the problem is like, yeah, like I don't because if I if I were to fight him, that's like fully paying into like everything that he believes in that I don't believe in about like yeah. what we should. So like it would have to say, be he like would love he would love that right he would love it yeah, because like that would be letting him win and this is why so you know even even if curtain. he kicked his ass. <laughs> <laughs> When we were all down in Tallahassee, Chris asked if I wanted to like go on the pod and when he was on and I was like, I I don't want to like, like, it's like bad for my brand. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like, he can, you know, again, like, it's just like, honestly, it's one of those things where I'm like, this will just be like kind of embarrassing for you in like 10 years. And like, <laughs> can you fucking but maybe, imagine? but maybe the in-person would have, it would have played out differently. I, I, I don't know. Like I, um, I mean, again, this is this, I would be fascinated to again, maybe, you know, again, like this is the problem is that I would want to have a conversation with him about, 
masculinity and identity and his vision for how to make the sport inclusive while also invigorating energy into it. I don't know if he has the facilities to have that conversation. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was gonna say that same word. <laughs> All right. Well let's let here we go. Maybe we should just cut should we cut over anything else that you want to talk about before we do we go, do go I think we should in? I think we should do our um moonshine guys as a precursor to the okay the saucy so, stuff the teaser so yeah what do you want blackberry of, or oh, uh hunch punch let me let me smell them first i mean it's gonna Who taste like juice moonshine? uh this is from old smoky tennessee old moonshine so no beer okay. review today apparently we're doing a moonshine so review. technically it's not a it's it's not a, well i don't know what makes something moonshine like you guys didn't this, make it so it's this like, is this is proper moonshine um it's a distillery out of Gatlinburg. But what, what makes something moonshine? I, I, yeah, ver- I'm yeah, too stupid. We got to and... have. Um, actually, I don't know who would know about. Well, we got to we got to drive out into well, the I'm deep a... country in Tennessee and West Virginia um, and figure out who knows moonshine. Big. Uh, I have gone to again by you know as a side effect of my relationship. Um, been to Gatlinburg several times because the running trail running in the Smoky Mountains is yeah it's Smokies are awesome it's, for it's running so cool. really I mean yeah. hard as fuck to run there but really cool oh it's uh, but it's super fun like we yeah. basically once a year Zach and his friends do um like a weekend trip out to the Smokies and we stay in Gatlinburg and then do like a you know somewhere between like 20 and 22 mile trail run um on the appalachians appalachians if you're local I was, um, uh, I was i was the only person running the last time and when i was in gatlinburg and that didn't go very well i did yeah, get a, well, I, will, I did get a selfie with a bear though that was fun nice i will say it's it's super beautiful and super fun the one thing that i was not prepared for is that like the first time i did it is that you forget that you get high enough up during the run that you're like at altitude yes, for part right. of the run. Yeah. So yeah. right as you're like, basically right as the run, st- you sort of climb for, you know, the first hour or two of the run and then like you're up there. And so if you're not hydrating, like more than you think you need to, right as you like get tired and dehydrated, you also you're, get like yeah, up to altitude. altitude. And that's when you can like really get <clears> fucked, <throat> which is like that happened to like a couple other guys in the run that we did this year is like, you know, we were, our run peaked out at like 6,500 feet. So we were above like 5,000 feet for probably, you know, two hours of the four hour run. And like, if you're not like fitness aside, like if you're just not prepared for that, like you can get pretty fucked up there. And like, yeah. there's, it's not like you can just like tap out and like get yeah, airlifted out. Cut like you you got to keep right from the trail <laughs> to the nearest road. It's yeah. Yeah. Kind of all you. Anyways. Moonshine. Right, is wait, it good? Do you want that one? I, well, I mean, do, you can, we could, you we can could, smell this one. We could. Uh, Why are you avoiding drinking this? No, I'm not avoiding drinking it. I'm saying we could each. We, are you going to take it as a shot? I was going to sip it. Or or we could put. We could split it. Take them. it as a shot. It, it's kind of take. big. Oh. <laughs> I just. That's what, 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 is what, what is yours? <laughs> what is yours? Uh, what flavor wait, is yours? What, how many ounces is this? Does it say? It's 50 mils. Ah, sorry, I speak American. I don't Well, so 330 mil or 355 mils is 12 ounces. So divide by 7, 12 divided by 7 is how many ounces this is? 
somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. It, it's basically gonna... a shot. It's a little over, I think. This smells pretty. I, do you, do you Here's what we're going to do. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Give, guys, us, give us what we're doing here. I think you guys should each take half. The, well, d- depending on, I guess you're in a COVID pod right now since you're in the same place. But um, yeah, I mean, if you're comfortable... Gonna... If, yes. if you're comfortable I, I with think it, I say you each take half, then swap, okay. and then right. you'll be good. Yep, that's what I'm thinking. What? You, so, what's your flavor? I have fruit punch. What do you I have? I have blackberry. Oh, I, oh, god, they both sound good. Okay, yeah, I'm we gonna, should we should share them. I'm gonna chug this polar hard seltzer while you do this, and Hell yeah. you guys will probably win because I'm bad at chugging. But oh, there I, I we just go. Feel solidarity. Man, with, this. Uh, oh, wait, are you are you pregnant? Uh, last I checked, so I took a test like a week ago. Not pregnant. Okay. So last cool, I checked. Cool, cool. Yeah. Cool. Just making sure. Um, yeah. Well, this Cheers. after dark episode is about Cheers to get a little more spicy. <laughs> let's, let's get lit. Ooh, very good. Well, Adam's getting a little bonus material here. Oh fuck! Oh, God. You pulled over half. Oh, they're both really good. To be honest. I don't know which I like better. They're both amazing. I think I like the blackberry. This one's a little spicier. I think I like the blackberry a little better too. It went down smoother, but what was the orange one? Fruit punch. Fruit punch. Lightning. <laughs> amazing. So at this like now, now we can actually uh, so say this, say um, what was really on our mind, listeners. My, so my uh, cousin during COVID has been brewing her own. Her and her fiance have been brewing mead. Oh um, yeah, like yeah. Honey liqueur. It's that so good. It's so good. It, like, it sucks because like, I, I always want to drink like a whole bottle of it because it tastes amazing. But then I don't I feel great when I have a whole bottle. No, it's like it. basically like wine, but also they like they, you know, they infuse it with like different fruits and stuff. Yep. <laughs> the best part is that they never label it. So like I'm just like <laughs> looking at the color of the jar like I think this one's blueberry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I've only had mead twice and it. I drank so much that it fucked up my stomach real bad. I mean, it was amazing. I also got wasted. <laughs> Just very high stakes. Success. Oh, I kind of wish I had the blueberry at last. The blackberry. Blackberry. The blackberry. It was blackberry a, good, a good flavor. The blackberry is a good chaser. That's yeah. um my um. Do you guys are you guys Rheingeist fans? Oh yeah. Um, this is the Rheingeist winter variation. I'll hold it up to the camera. It's called Blizzberry, which sounds kind of there dirty, we go. But it's uh, notes of apple, cherry, raspberry, and blackberry, and it's super fucking good. I will say, I think I, I can't remember that. I said this the last time I was on the pod, but uh, Rheingeist is 5%, and it's so drinkable. So I think, I think if you- I did another beer mile. That's the, yeah, yeah, you did say I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait, okay, maybe uh-huh. one one more clean thing is what do you have a new year's resolution? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we we said that before we started recording we were like we got to talk about our new year's resolutions. Do you have one? Um, this is super boring, but um since covid started, I like haven't I like haven't been to the gym at all and I used to lift like not that much but like semi regularly. Um, so I'm going to join, I'm going to join the YMCA cause it's like kind of a good cause. Like they do yeah. like a lot of good stuff. For the the community. Sweet. They're right down the street from my house. Um, and I'm going to try and get back into some semblance of a lifting routine. So, okay. Okay. How about you, Adam? Which 
Oh, God. Yeah. Wait, I was going to say, wait. listeners, do not expect me to get like swole. When I say lifting routine, I mean like for extremely light squats. <laughs> I want to wanna, like, I wanna see a yeah. Ryan Hall replica within a year. That's what I want to see. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I do have this like, um, I was talking you, with my right, brother wait, so, actually. Go ahead. Do you guys think he's on steroids? And that's where we're going to have to cut it because it gets a little out of pocket from here on out. If you'd like a whole nother hour plus of this discussion, head on over to patreon.com slash beer mile. You can unlock this in other exclusive podcast episodes, after dark episodes, exclusive giveaways, uncut, uncensored versions of our episodes, and even get a gift from Adam and I in the mail. All of that for five bucks a month. Head on over to patreon.com slash beer mile. Really appreciate y'all for supporting until next time.